basically the way I started, uh, I got inspired by the guitar itself. Uh, I mean, I've been always very musically interested um, in any kind of thing that was lying around. I loved to sing. But the day when my brother got a guitar for his birthday, sort of a motorbike, and I was not allowed to touch that guitar. That guitar in our bedroom was staring at me and I was staring at the guitar. He went to work and I, you know, the moment I put two notes together, I knew what was going on. And so my brother found out about it and then he asked me to find, uh, you know, like he knew that I was able to copy music from a radio or tape recorder and so I started copying things for him, for his band, which was the Scorpions. He started, he couldn't even play guitar, he already had the Scorpions. <laughs> and so, basically, I showed him the songs that, they, that he wanted to perform, and he paid me a Deutschmark for each song, and that was the deal. And uh, when I was 11, he, he, he actually found me a band. Uh, I also started, my, my first, um, you know, just recently I discovered that my first, uh, my first appearance with the Scorpions was when I was 11 years old, which was a couple of songs I played with them. Uh, so that was nine, that was two years after I discovered the guitar. And uh, <clears throat> he got me a, a, a band um, uh, nearby, and uh, so I joined them and we played, you know, hit parade stuff. And uh, when I was 13, he got me another band further out, um, some uh, uh, Hanover area. I was born in Saarstedt and then 22 kilometers out. That was my next expansion, and then, and then my brother introduced me to his favorite local uh, uh, singer, and his name was Klaus Meine. I was 14 years old, and uh, so Klaus and I got together. We played, uh, we 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 um, put a band together uh, called Copernicus, and so we were playing Zeppelin, um, Deep Purple. Um, Black Sabbath, Rory Gallagher, all sorts of stuff, um, and um, and until one of the days that uh, the Scorpions were rehearsing next door to us, they didn't have a guitarist and a, and a singer, so they asked Klaus and me to come over, and so that was the beginning of the Scorpions. I was about four, 15 years old. Then we recorded Lonesome Crow, and uh, I was still 15, and it was released when I was 16, and then we started touring. Um, in, in Germany there wasn't that much going on, it was all about disco music and I always told the Scorpions if an English band would ever be interested in me and pick me up I would go any, immediately. And of course that happened, um, we toured with UFO, they showed up, um, you know, just the three guys, no guitars, no road crew. We just had bought a really big PA system, 20 cabinets or something like that. So the only way to do you know, not to cancel was for me to play a set with Scorpions and UFO and use our equipment. So I went to the rest dressing room, that was the restroom basically, <laughs> with Pete Way and we just worked out in our program. And so I went on, on stage with the Scorpions for 45 minutes, then went off and came back on with UFO for an hour. I did a couple of days, then the other guys showed up and the tour continued as planned. And uh, you know, and then when it, when it was over, I, I got a phone call, uh, invitation to join them. And so I, you know, it was really not so much because of UFO, it was just because they were British and in, in, in Great Britain, that's where the scene was. Uh, that's where people were interested in, in that stuff that I was interested in. In Germany, nobody wanted to know and there was no management allowed either. And I was developing so fast. 
but in Germany it, it was no good. And so I um, I had to think how how am I going to do this? And I remembered that one guitarist when I was 14 years old he played very good Elvin Lee stuff and Jimi Hendrix and his name was Uli Wood. And so I thought if I get them Uli, I have a perfect replacement for my brother and for Klaus not to let them down and I can do what I need to do and so on and uh, that's exactly what happened. Uli joined, I went to, to England and started um, you know writing songs uh, for the band and the band, UFO was playing psychedelic rock when, when I joined and so uh, I was uh, I was in love with, uh, with uh, you know, music like Black Sabbath and Deep Purple and, and that kind of stuff. And so, and that was my way of writing. And, and that's how UFO, with the chemistry, with all the guys involved, became, you know, that kind of, that UFO, the other UFO. And uh, so we did that. And album to album, it was an incredible time. I developed very fast from phenomenon to force. And every step was a next step, you know. It was a continuous... Um, exciting, interesting development all the way up to Strangers in the Night. Then at Strangers in the Night, you know, we, we, we basically peaked or started to peak and uh, and then something somehow film up got weird and stuff like that and, and I, I didn't really feel like staying in the band and my brother found out about it that I had left UFO and asked me to help out with, with Love Drive. And Love Drive was the, the that was after Uli left and Matthias had just joined, but he wasn't ready to, you know, do a, a strong album all by himself. So he my brother sent me over some stuff. So I wrote the melody to, you know, the intro melody to Holiday, and uh, I I did all the melodies on top of Coast to Coast and. Uh, I did Love Drive solo and the Filts and uh, another piece of meat, same thing and maybe even always somewhere, I can't remember really, but um, it all went so well they asked me to join and um, which I did but I shouldn't have but I did and I found out that it was definitely not for me because I, you know, I, I, I'm assigned to, 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 to invent and to create, not to copy things and so the, the Scorpions already had so many albums out by the time. I, it was not my place, period, you know, so anyway, basically I opened the doors for the Scorpions with Love Drive and uh, my brother took over, I was true, I just focused in my middle years on, on just, uh, you know, like experimenting, playing acoustic instrumental, electric instrumental, all the stuff I couldn't have done with Ozzy Osbourne, Deep Purple, Whitesnake, all the people that asked me to join them would have been the same thing, you know, I would have had to copy stuff and, and it wasn't my world, you know, and my interest and, and vision and fulfillment was in experimenting and going through all these different ideas that I had in my head that wouldn't fit in a touring, album touring, album touring, album tour, a, a, a type of band. And so um, that's what I did and of course a lot of it was personal um, development. I, I love to play and discover, I love to learn, I love to develop and uh, I've got two tattoos on my back, one is Born to be Free, the other one says Born to Overcome. The first song that I wrote was In Search of Peace of Mind. I wrote the, 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 all the music and then Klaus wrote the lyrics to it and he gave it the title In Search of Peace of Mind which became the theme of my life. You know, like in 2008, um, I, uh, I started to discover a... a I, 
I had uh, um, a desire to be on stage out of the blue. I never liked to be on stage actually. And um, when I did In the Midst of Beauty with Gary Barton, that was, or maybe Mike Schenker and Friends, I did a tour just before. And uh, that was basically the beginning of my third chapter. And uh, the third chapter is all about celebrating, you know, celebrating the incredible era of rock, or my generation of rock that I fell in love with, which started with Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, and those guys. And uh, many people have already passed away from this incredible era. It lasted a long time. It's the era of handmade rock, I call it too. Um, you know, we're moving into a computer-operated world, and uh, things will be they will create new things, different things, you know, great things. It's not going to be better or worse, it's going to be different. And so Gary Moore, Ronnie James Dio, John Lord, Elvin Lee, Lou Reed, Randy Rawls, uh, blah, 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 John Bonham, the best, <laughs> the most important musician of all of them, they have already passed away and one day it's just going to be memory. So I feel like that, um, like I, I, I take it as a sign for me to develop this, this liking being on stage as being having to be back into the loop of rock and roll and be there for the final, you know. So I look back now, I obviously I didn't know this in the beginning how, how my life would work out or turn out, but if I look back now I can see very clear that my first stage was basically musical contribution to the world for the 80s to experiment with, whatever, and also to develop as a guitarist and to focus on self, pure self-expression. And the middle years was, you know, personal development and experimenting all sorts of ways. And uh, the third is, uh, you know, be back and, you know, put the, the roof, the, the, the roofing on, the, on that era. I don't listen to music and uh, I stay, you know, since I was 17 years old, I knew that that was not something I, in, in fact, that was something I should not be doing. I, I intuitively knew why. Today I know very sh for, for, for real why. And uh, I also, um, you know, I, I'm not a consumer. I don't consume because it's also, you know, you, you, either you create or consume for me, you know. I love to, to create. I love to uh, play and discover. And that's where my passion is and, and is and and what you can do with one single string, you know, in all sorts of combination with, with the distortion and the and the string bending it, you know, the way it, you hit it and how you put it in. I mean, how hard you hit it and what you're trying to say with it, you know, self-expression. And so that was um, basically also the um, the way how how not to you know, how to keep excited about it, you know, after all these years. It's by not, um, you know, um, spoiling yourself with it. So it's, it's basically um, stay away from consuming if, if I create, because it takes energy to consume as well, you know. And so, you, you know, so I, I had my idea how, how I need to do this. And, and, and so, and, and it's a bit like a monk staying away from the external life. I stayed away from music in order to create as pure as possible. You you can never completely pure, you know, but but as pure as possible. And that's what I love to do. Guitars it, that that happened by by coincidence. Like I broke a string. My brother already played a flying V, and um, you know I was playing lead guitar. He he was playing rhythm, and he, my spot was coming up. So. A couple of occasions and I found that every time I swapped the guitars somehow with the 50 watt that combination was sounding really good and so I asked him you know to, to 
buy it of him, so I bought the guitar of him, st stuck with it ever since because of the shape. You, you, you play with it when you're sitting down, you kind of develop uh, a p particular position, you know, that uh, when you hold, if I hold a different guitar today, it's like out of balance, I don't even know how to hold it because mm -hmm. it's a totally different thing. But you know, it, if it works, don't fix it kind of a thing. And so I never had a reason to, to, to it just, you know, it was there, it worked, and I just kept playing with it. And before I even knew, you know, the first six years went very fast, you know, the first up to Strangers in the Night, it was already an imprint, you know. And, but, um, you know, and of course in 2004, Dean Guitar approached me, and uh, they, you know, uh, Uli was there too, they were support, he was supporting MSG, it was in Chicago, and I tried the guitar, and I went, wow, this is a great guitar, you know, it was playing really good everywhere, it felt good when I was bending it, it was singing everywhere, it was solid, it was a bit bigger, and the strings were coming in from the back, and it included the body, anyway, it had a great sustain, and the guys were great, you know, the, the, uh, they made me a great offer, and I, I stayed with them ever since, that's now, you know, 10 years. My musical contribu contribution was for the 80s, but it was created in the 70s. It was created in the 70s for the 80s to experiment with. My brother called me up early 80s and said, Michael, we are here in the States touring, they all play your, your type of music. You know, I said, no, we must be joking. Yeah, I had no idea, you know. And so, and, and you know, looking back, I can kind of understand because in the 80s, my brother took over and I withdrew and doing my things, you know, so it seems like he's also playing the same guitar as me, he's also playing a black and white. The yin and yang thing seems to be very much my brother and me. He is macrocosm, I'm uh, microcosm. And so we, I'm, a, I'm a, a horse, he is a rat from Chinese horoscope, which is exact opposite poles, which means uh, what the horse has a lot of, the rat has very little, what the rat has a lot of, the horse has very little. And so it's, a, you know, it's, it's a very, I mean, it's, it feels a bit like a picture, like a book, like a, like a fairy story, my brother and myself. I, I kind of looking forward to when I'm 80 years old, what it all meant, you know. And so that there is always going, there's always little sparks of new surprises coming up. Where I go like, phew, this is incredible, you know. And so I'm very, very curious, you know, about this. I focus on, on, on uh, you know, the musical contribution to the, to the world, you know, for the 80s and then and now I'm back in a, in a final. So it's the beginning, the middle is for, it's a bit like a t-shirt design, <laughs> you know. The middle is for me to develop as a person and in general and, and, so, and the end is all about celebrating, you know, my life and, and the, the incredible um, era of rock, my generation of rock.